Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whoever you are, wherever you're watching or listening. This is a chat about football, and I'm Joel, and I'm joined here my fellow open mate Robert. How you doing, mate? You alright? I'm all good, thank you. Ah, oh, good to hear. And today is the debut of a segment we've been looking forward to for a very long time. We call this segment Hometown Heroes. And this is a segment where we dedicate uh, an hour, about an hour of our time picking the brains of the best people to come from Ilford and really have a story to tell and tell the football as well. And, oh my gosh, for this episode, we've got someone who has done a remarkable, remarkable um, job really in football. And I, I can't speak highly enough of him as a, as a person that's done, uh, achieved what he's achieved in football, his accolades. But as a human being, as a person as well, I feel like he's one of the best people I know, one of the wisest, one of the most mature, and I can't speak highly enough when I speak of the person who I'm about to introduce here. So I've got with me on the podcast today, Asalutu. How you doing, bro? You all right? I'm good, man. I'm good. What an introduction. That was some introduction, <laughs> boy. But yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. Thank I'm you. i getting the hang of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, this is uh, the warm-up bit before we get into the real podcast. I want to say warm-up shout out, J. Cole. But the warm-up for this bit, basically, 15-minute fan time. It's basically literally just us asking us a bunch of questions about his backstory as a fan. And I'd love to talk more about this sort of bit. But I've got Robert to lead this segment. Before we start, I want to do the boring admin bit. Um, guys, again, this is a chat about football. If you've been listening to us so far, um, thank you. If you're listening to us for the first time, thank you even more. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts at a chat about football podcast. And we are on Twitter and Instagram at ACAF underscore podcast. But without further ado, we've got 15-minute fan time. Robert, take it away. Look, I mean, uh, when you've got your sort of introductions, it really is hard to kind of follow up. <laughs> on you. I'll be honest, I mean, always so enthusiastic. But no, obviously, it's great to have you on here, um, Asa. I mean, thank you. first question I have to ask is, what team do you support? I'm a Chelsea fan. I'm a Chelsea fan. Uh, interested. I mean, I would do the whole... Ilford, Chelsea, but I'm here supporting Dortmund, so I'm I'm not in no Dortmund from from Ilford. Oh gosh, I I'm in no position to give you those sort of questions. Where's that? Hold on a minute. Um, so yeah, why Chelsea? Chelsea, you know what? I started. Yeah, this is not even a glory hunting thing. So I started as a United fan, just because my all my family, like growing up, were United fans. And then um, the more I started connecting with um, like my God family, who were Chelsea supporters, who lived in um, Hammersmith and Fulham, I just became a Chelsea fan. Um, I think the first game I watched was, I, remember, I can't remember, it was a Champions League game, Arsenal, Arsenal versus Chelsea. Oh, not that game, and, not that game. And we beat them, and we beat them at Highbury, and I thought, <laughs> I said, right, <laughs> listen, <laughs> this is my team, this is, this is pre-Mourinho, <laughs> Mourinho doesn't even exist, nobody knows who he is, eventually we got beat by, I think, um, we got beat by Monaco, but you know, yeah. forget that. Um, that was it. The atmosphere, like it was crazy. Bearing in mind, I think they lived like 15 minutes away from Stamford Bridge, and you're hearing like the state rocking. I thought, yeah, I can't be a United supporter and, <laughs> and live in London. This is a bit mad. And then, oh, yeah, I became a Chelsea fan. Obviously, my friends at the time were like, Asa, like you're a United supporter, and now you're becoming like a Chelsea fan. You're following the money. I said, listen, you lot knew the day I became a Chelsea fan. That was pre Mourinho. Free all the money, so yeah, don't don't at me, please. 
please. You, you, you know full well you had it already locked and loaded. You're not getting that sort of association. Like, I'm, nah, I'm trust me. You, you're like that guy. You're before the, you're before the money. Before the <laughs> money. Before the money. Before <laughs> no, DDA Drogba and the celebrations. <laughs> and look, on the plus side as well, at least it was a game against Arsenal, which really. Um, oh, that's it, man. Can we move on to the next one, please? <laughs> yeah. Come on. I'm waiting for the FA Cup final soon, but you know, we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> You're definitely hoping for a repeat of, um, yeah, that, that the Europa League as well and the Champions League. Woo. I can end this you know segment right here, you know. I can end it right <laughs> now, guys. Move on to the next question, please. <laughs> uh, I, I quickly just need to throw in: it's real. It's a real shame I'm not seeing Drogba in a final against Arsenal. Ah, uh, you know what? It's true, man. No Sendros to bully. So, uh, yeah, man. Oh. <laughs> Miss those days. It gets like that nowadays, uh, man. You man are, oh, um, you man are horrible. <laughs> you know what? You, said, you obviously mentioned, obviously, a game you watched live then. I mean, do you have any other memories of Chelsea games that you really remember? Chelsea games that I really remember? Ooh, good or bad? Because I remember... I rem- yeah, you, this, you going can, to- this is all you. You take it away. A good Chelsea game, I think. The Bayern Munich Champions League final, I think winning the Champions League for the first time, that that feeling I can never let go. I think that header from Drogba that Ooh. brought it back, yeah. <laughs> crazy, crazy. Sent me yeah, on a crazy one. Fashion as well, wasn't it? it was, yeah. Like, like it, it was just written. Last last five minutes, I think it was, or around that sort of time, wasn't Literally, it? Literally like seconds. It was, yeah. it was seconds on the clock. And then he takes the final penalty kick as well. Yeah, that that was brilliant. I think the worst one, I think. Getting to the Champions League final for the first time and losing to United the way we lost and everyone saying, oh, it was Anelka because Anelka this. And, and No, John Terry slipped. John Terry cost <laughs> us the final. He didn't want anyone else to take the penalty kick before him. He wanted to be Captain Marvel, go lift the trophy and say, oh, I, I, I like John Terry, by the way. But everyone's like, oh, he, want, he wanted to be Captain Marvel and it just didn't work. So, listen. Can't blame Anelka for missing the penalty after him or before. I don't know what order it was, but yeah, man. It's, it's always a way, isn't it? It's, it really is just to kind of have that captain sort of like, I was the one who done it. it. The captain moment. Um, yeah. Listen, nah, fair he's enough. done great I things for Chelsea, so I can't really, I can't really complain. So, yeah. No, I mean, on the plus side, at least you're not looking back at it thinking that was your only chance of a Champions League. Yeah. I mean, it's it, like, it. you, can, you can dry your tears on, obviously, a Champions League tri- um, trophy, at least. Yeah. So it's not too bad. Joe, chin up, man. Chin up. It's all right, bro. All right. <laughs> I've heard too much slander. I'm just trying to move on still. But... I, am, I don't know if you realise, Joe, I am kind of digging you out with that one as well. I mean... No, it's fine, man. I'm, I'm an Arsenal fan. I'm used to it over the years. I'm just waiting for you to ask them the questions. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course. I mean, pretty much. I mean, you're... you're... The next thing I was going to ask is best and worst memories, but realistically, the Champions League final, both sides, is the best yeah. and worst, really. Definitely. I mean, as of your current team, it's... You're in a bit of an interesting period, really, because mm. with Frank Lampard coming in, who is your favourite player for right now, at least? Right now, um, there's a few. There's a few. I like. I like Reese James. Mm-hmm. I like Reese James. Um, Loftus Cheek, Hudson Odoi. But Joe, don't be upset. But for me, right now, right now, and I don't think he gets the respect he deserves. Is Giroud? Everyone's like, why do you like Giroud? See me as a big man, yeah. When I was playing as a striker. Invaluable to the team. Invaluable. Everyone's complaining that sometimes he slows the game down, but invaluable. Like his hold up play is amazing. His hold up play is phenomenal. As a set of forward, I watched at the Emirates. I I agree with you. He did not get the credit he deserved. I I feel like when France mentioned about how well he sort of um, made that team tick, instead of him being a sounding board for everyone to move off of, it's amazing. I think it's a lot of respect. 
I think it's really funny as well because you see a lot on Twitter and social media. We literally just spoke about this, Joe, in another podcast, but you see in a lot of social media people kind of having opinions on players like Giroud, for example, or people like that thinking, yeah, they're definitely not good enough. And yet he's he's obviously the starting striker in Didier Deschamps' World Cup winning team. Exactly. Obviously for Chelsea, you can see, if you truly like football, if you really appreciate football, you can see how invaluable he actually is to that team. I mean, the hold-up play, bringing in everyone else to the game. Um, that was what the game you just had performed against um, United. He just, honestly, he's aerial presence. It was a nuisance to Maguire all, not, all nice. day. He, he literally just like kept it composed. He allowed, obviously, he brought other players into the game. So, yeah, uh, I definitely can tell you where you're coming from with that one. Yeah. Um, right now, yeah. if Hazard was still here, I'd say Hazard, but he's not. So it'll be Giroud, because, yeah, Giroud. Yeah, changes the no, game. No, he, yeah, no, I love no, a diving no. header, and this this guy and his diving headers just are they're mad. <laughs> no, Crazy. of course. I mean, I think the interesting thing as well is the fact that he obviously wasn't even getting paid for a majority of the season, and he's obviously come in. And since the restart, is it Joel? I think you'll know the exact state. Is it seven in eight or something around that sort of? Um, he he scored basically. He's been scoring basically pretty much a lot of the games since Project Restart. Yeah, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say seven and eight, but I think he has got a quite high tally. Yeah, he scored like obviously a winner against Norwich as well. He's chipped mm. in a few fair goals. So yeah. yeah, he's been very integral to Chelsea's sort of top four hopes. Yeah, oh, of course, definitely. Like, yeah. I think even before before we move on, I think even for like when you look at was it the Europa League last season? Yeah, just <laughs> what everyone talks about Hazard, but I don't think Hazard will play the same if Giroud wasn't in the team. Yeah, he was the top scorer as well, wasn't he, Giroud? Yeah, in the Europa League, yeah. yeah. Like, phenomenal. Yeah. No, of, of course. But, I mean, yeah, Joel, sorry, mate. Just had to <laughs> bring that in, you know. <laughs> Honestly, yes. I know it's all part of the whole Chelsea-Dortmund-Arsenal triangle, but I don't see the philosophy of getting rid of Giroud. I, I, did, I didn't see the direct need for that, realistically. Um, but hey, look, Joel, it's okay. It's okay. Joel. I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm living. I'm alive. I'm breathing. <laughs> That's the main thing, man. I mean, I don't really need to kind of say this. I'm guessing Giroud isn't your favourite ever Chelsea player, but who nah, is? No, no, my favourite ever Chelsea player. It's got to be Didier Drogba. I know. I thought you were going to say that. There's, there's, there's a, like that. You know, there's a there's a good shout for Hazard. There's a good shout for Torres. I like Torres, but yeah, Drogba has to be has to be. You know what? Just a man. Before I just quickly get on to why Drogba, Torres, yeah. I, I love him personally, but yeah. Chelsea, Chelsea Torres? Chelsea Torres, you know what? I say this to people all the time. He, he was bought by Roman Abramovich for a single purpose, to help Chelsea get a Champions League. And, done and, it. He, and he achieved it. Um, a lot of people say, oh, but he was a waste of money. To be honest, he, all that money came back from shirt sales yeah. in, its, in itself. And then winning the Champions League, albeit a few years afterwards, that... That was what he came to do. And even when we won the Europa League that season, he, he was scored, yeah. fire. He was yeah. on fire. Yeah. Um, led the line very well. So as much as he wasn't the Liverpool Torres, he was the Torres that came in to do the job that was required for Chelsea. You know what, as well, and I, I 100% agree with that. I, don't, I think I remember, well, I definitely did say beforehand, like, he's justified at that £50 million purely because of obviously what he'd done to win you guys a Champions League. I mean, not many teams in the world, of course, can say they've won a Champions League. I would happily spend fifty million for for one of our strikers to be winning the Champions League, but no, I, I yeah, I get exactly where you're coming from. But Jogba, so Jogba. yeah, you know what? <laughs> Doesn't really need an explanation realistically, but it's, we'll still get one. Yeah, you will. To be fair, so we signed Jogba, and um, I was like Jogba. I'm not sure why we've even signed Jogba. Um, at first, I wasn't a big fan, and then he scored this free kick. I think it was, was it against PSG. 
I want to say it was against PSG. He scored his free kick and I said, you know what, I'm going to give Drogba time. I saw the technique <laughs> in that free kick. I said, he's going to get time from me and we're going to see where this journey goes. And uh, my godfather, big Chelsea fan, he's like, just give him time. He's still getting used to the system. He's just come fresh from France. And players that come straight from France don't always hit the ground running. So give him time. He's adjusting to the system. I said, oh, you know what? I'm a young boy, so I'm going to take a wise man's advice and just give him time. <laughs> and then lo and behold, became my favourite player. And yeah, no further explanation. No, of course. And you know, um, people say to me, we always have this conversation of, you've got a bench of striker, start a striker and sell a striker. And the strikers in the conversation are Thierry Henry, Samuel Eto'o, Didier Drogba. Every time I say I'm going to start a Didier Drogba, I get hounded. I say, I'm going to tell you why. Cup finals, yes. Didier Drogba's moment. Couldn't That's care less. You can't tell me about yeah. no one else. Yeah. Cup yeah. finals, Didier Drogba is on. Yeah. Starting, he's going to win you the game. Whoever you bench can come on and make an impact with their pace because the other two got more pace than him. But start Didier Drogba, presence, power, bully, centre-backs. You no know, disrespect to the others because I put them there as my, in my top category for strikers, but... I'll start DJ Drogba. So yeah, that's that's my explanation. Like and Drogba. You know what as well is it's it's such an interesting kind of debate because it's the impact. Like, don't get me wrong, I don't think DDA did Didier Drogba ever have a how many twenty plus seasons did he have? Well, twenty goal know, plus seasons. He had two in two thousand and seven and twenty uh, twenty ten. And of course, I've got compared to a lot of obviously top class strikers, it's not exactly the best, but yeah, come on, if you if you got a cup final, who else are you realistically starting? Yeah. This is a guy that's done it all. Like, this is a guy who, who knows where the back of your net is. Big, what's pressure? What is pressure to him? It's crazy. Literally, biggest stage. I know if we're talking strikers, Thierry Henry yeah, literally changed the way defenders were thinking. Changed the game. Literally changed the game. And will forever be a great striker, period. World class, but yeah. Great, world class. Listen, <laughs> phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal striker. Phenomenal striker. Um, and Samuel are obviously the same. But yeah, for me, on a personal note, it will be Didier Drogba. If I was so the manager you, at the time, it would be Didier Drogba. There you go. And I mean, you mentioned obviously before that you start, you were like the striker. You really appreciated Giroud. I mean, yeah. what players did you model your own game on? My game was modelled around two players that I've probably, you've already heard in the podcast, Drogba and Henri. Mm. Um, and R9, I can't, you, you know, I can never forget R9. Those, those three um, were who I modelled like, my game on. Um, I don't think the UK did me much justice because as soon as you're six foot plus, that's it, you're a target man. But yeah. I wanted the ball at feet. I wanted to do step overs. I wanted to take players on. I didn't just want to run in behind all the time. Course, like, yeah. Give me the ball to feet, let me take a player on. Um, but yeah, literally, those are the players that I modelled my game on. Um, the I mean, more I grew, the more I based it more around Drogba, less around R9. Because um, I realised, yeah, they didn't coach me how to do step overs. And naturally, I'm not that skillful, but I'm strong and powerful. And I can model my game around Jogba a bit more. So that's, yeah. what, that's what I started doing. I do want to dig into that, but I feel like we will get into that a lot more in a bit. So I will yeah. hold off on that. But in terms of actual national teams now, what is your, do you have any special or notable memories of national team sort of success or stories? National team. There's two national teams that I support. You can see one right now that I'm supporting all day, every day regardless of when we're going to get to the next World Cup or not. So we'll <laughs> pray. we hope and we pray. That's it. <laughs> Um, but the other one is France. So I've been fortunate enough to say my nation's won two World Cups <laughs> in my lifetime. Um, the 98 World Cup was, was the first one I watched, like properly took in. Um, yeah, you know what? Those headers from Zidane, yeah, against Brazil in the final, <laughs> 98 final. 
<laughs> and then the three nail songs that we were singing all over the world, yeah? <laughs> Best memory ever. Um, I think the first World Cup was probably better than the second. The second, I know about players a lot more. I can analyse the game on a deeper level, but as a, as a young boy growing up and seeing the players that we saw on V, like, to have Trezeguet, Zidane and Henri all in the same team. What? Right back. Oh my gosh. Scoring two in the <laughs> semi against Croatia. Like it's Martez. easy. Oh my gosh. Just, Just that, that whole team, yeah? Oh. And I guess, crazy. I guess as well, obviously, like you just said, you got to appreciate on such a raw level, obviously, just being a kid. Like, mm. don't get me wrong. Of course, now you, you still won a World Cup. It's still great. But at least back then, you just, you appreciate for the names. You kind of appreciate okay. exactly what you said. You're seeing the star-studded players play for your national, yeah. winning, the, winning the World Cup. is not Especially a against R9. What? <laughs> no one even gave us a chance. I know it was home ground and they're saying this and that, but no, nah, no one gave us a chance. That Brazil team as well was cold. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> no, of course. And I mean, you you pretty much said it again. I mean, do you have any other standout games too? Well, for France? For France. Standout games for France. Um, I think Euros. Well, you're Euros. 2000. I'm thinking, is it silver goal, golden goal? Golden Chesiger. goal, Chesiger, the volley against oh, um, Italy, yeah. What? That game there? <laughs> nah, crazy. <laughs> crazy. That was another game. Just honestly, those those players in that team, um, yeah, that Trezeguet, that Trezeguet moment. <laughs> that that's another game. That is another game that I'll put up there as well. Good memories. And you you really did have such a star-studded lineup. Yeah. I mean, and you obviously had that dip in 2010. But realistically, across the period, you have mm. had incredible players to say to say Honestly, the least. Yeah. Some good teams. Even I think, even, I think was well. it 2002 when they didn't have a great tournament either. But the squad was so strong. I mean, that the um if the success that, that they had, had the, the top just, scorers in France, Italy. And England all playing for the same team in Trezeguet, Henri. Henri. And I can't remember the third one. Uh, Trezeguet, France. Uh, someone from France. Anyway, the top scorer of the French team was uh, French league was in that 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 team in 2002. Yeah, Obviously, struggled. yeah you got B against Senegal. Apparently, people say Senegal did a bit of judge, but you know we'll leave that conversation. Probably, I don't want to offend any Senegalese fans on here. You probably didn't. <laughs> like you probably didn't, but you know. Those are the rumours. You just got to put it out there, innit? Papa, we were dancing on the corner flag of the shirt. Trust me, we were over his shirt. Ah, anyway, we'll leave that alone, man. We'll leave that alone. Suspicious, to say the least. <laughs> Let's just leave it on that one. Oh, yeah, gosh. we'll leave it on that. Yeah. <laughs> one last thing I did want to ask. I mean, yeah. you did obviously mention R9. Who else were, obviously, that didn't play for France, didn't play for Chelsea? What other players really did kind of make an impact on your life, obviously, watching them play? As a player, um, definitely R9. Ronaldinho. Um, who else made like a big impact? You really treated back in that era, realistically. Because yeah, I mean, to be fair, we were. You know, obviously, don't get me wrong. We're in an era of greatness with Messi and Ronaldo, but obviously back mm. then, Ballon d'Or was up for grabs for whoever in the like. That's it. In the season you had to be consistent. Had to perform. It um, wasn't really, like a popularity. Obviously, it wasn't a popularity yeah. It wasn't a popularity contest at all. Now it, it somewhat is because you know who the two greatest are, and then it's just who does the most numbers that season or yeah. who can amass the most fans in the journalist, journalist room because really and truly journalists are the ones that vote most of the time cool. and then captains of federations and federation head coaches but it's who can do something that says oh yeah we should vote for Ronaldo this year or vote for Messi this year not getting me wrong they're great and to say that they're competing between themselves, that in itself is mad because yeah. there's players out there your Modric your Lewandowski who's doing numbers you got wow. Hazard you got Neymar but them they can't get into that bracket of conversation. Yeah. It's just... Modric did win one, but... He won, mm, uh, you know... 
Everyone says it the same thing mm, mm, at the same time. Mm. No, this, Modric is great. I think it's because he got, was it the year Croatia won, uh, yeah. well, got to the World Cup final? Yeah. yeah. Won it. So, and uh, won the Champions League as well. You know, they couldn't really give it to your Messi and Ronaldo because they got nowhere near the final. Um, yeah. So, yeah. It's, um, the reality is, though, you had obviously Schneider in 2010. You had Xavi on a few occasions. Realistically, I think those are the ones who got robbed off that Schneider. sort. Yeah. For Modric to win it in 2018. Ribery oh, in 2013. This is for all the winners which didn't win it before me. It's like, ah, you're, you're mugging it now. Yeah, <laughs> for real. <laughs> you know you pulled off a robbery. <laughs> you know you've just yeah. been criminal. Oh, Look, there's, I can't there's a lot of players. He, he done well, but, yeah. but no, look, we're all good to go for the next one as long as everyone else is. Oh, sweet. But honestly, it's been an absolute pleasure. I'm, I'm really warmed up for this next bit as well. But again, thank you for uh, Asa for coming on and literally sharing his uh, brilliant football fan history. And thank you for Robert uh, for brilliantly as ever leading the, the segment. So we got um, the Hometown Hero special episode coming up next. So if you want to listen to it again, Remind everyone, if you're listening to it and you love what you listen to, share it to everyone that you can. Let, let them know that they can listen to a chat about football podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. We are on Twitter and Instagram at A-C-A-F underscore podcast. But without further ado, further ado, we've got hometown heroes coming up in the next part of this episode. So stay tuned.